Hello and welcome to another episode of Drop Bar Texas, a podcast about cycling and racing in Texas. What in the world is going on? A few weeks ago, I was looking at future races, group rides, I was looking forward to watching the classic season coming up. Um, there were gravel races I wanted to check out. Now the the country is largely working from home. Races and events are canceled um, as of tonight. In a few minutes, actually, because it's just a few minutes from midnight. Uh, my kids even lose access to the neighborhood playground. Uh, it's all due to the coronavirus, COVID-19. I'm hoping, as you probably are too, that this all passes in a couple of weeks. Personally, I, I don't know that it will based on what I've, I've been reading. Um, given both the human and economic toll, I certainly pray this is short-term, though. So today... I'm sharing a chat with my good pal Armando Espinosa from last month, uh, before all of this started. Armando raced on the Houston Community College team I managed. Uh, he is a yoga devotee, and he also loves to salsa. So here we chatted about bikes, disc brakes, mountain bikes, podcasts, uh, you name it, we probably mentioned it, and uh, I'm sharing this, hoping this gets your mind off of the uh, the current situation. Thanks. All right, so I'm here with Armando Espinosa. Howdy. What Howdy. up? What Armando. it do? Yeah. So um, Armando and I go back a ways, uh, back, oh, geez, uh, maybe 10 years or so. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> At least. I think nine years since I've been okay. cycling. All right. All First right. year. Yep. So, um, so Armando, first, um, just what's new? I know it's been a while since since we talked. A couple yeah. of minutes on your podcast <laughs> ago, but uh, we, <laughs> but I know we it's it's been a while before that. Yeah, uh, before so that. What, so, what's new, man? Um, what's new is uh, I got a new road bike from the last summer we talked. Uh, it was kind of a good kind of build up. I curated all the parts. To it, I found that now most of the bikes are coming disc brake, mm -hmm. and I don't want disc brakes yeah. because I just don't feel like I need it, uh, especially in Houston and or I don't really go out too many places where I need disc brakes. So I'm okay with the rim brakes. I mean, to be honest, the during the crits I've used rim brake, knock on wood. Um, in you know times where I really need to do like an emergency slowing down or whatever rim brakes totally fine with me so yeah, I understand yeah. the whole uh, rationale behind disc brakes you know maybe if it, you know bigger guys say oh yeah I can stop faster of course yeah and mm -hmm. I'm like five four on a good day <laughs> and 130 ish pounds so I don't really need all that uh, you know uh technology and added weight on the road bike so it's um pretty much like bought the frame was on sale and then kind of got the uh decided to go a little bit higher end on the components got the mm -hmm. axis uh force on it 
and got the Cantu wheels with the metallic silver nice. from Cantu Wheel Company. It's all matchy matchy. It's all matchy matchy, man. It's red, black, and then the wheels are like uh, the I like I just like silver metallic. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So cool, cool, man. Cool. Yeah, you know I I, um, I my bikes are all rim brake. Uh, when when I bought my Orbea, I guess it's it's been about a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking at the different options that they had, and they had disc. But I, personally, personally, I'm just not I'm not sold on it just yet. You know, it's uh, yeah. yeah. And I you know I, I get it. I've read all the stuff about you know the safety aspect and the quicker stopping and um, you know I, I'm kind of. Five, eight and a half, five nine, and, and it's you know, 160 pounds. I, I don't, I don't feel I need the the extra power of, of the disc. Plus, they're noisy to me. It's like I don't know if you've heard them on the on the road. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you get a little dirt in there. Or, yeah, you know, they, get, like, they get a little wet, and it's just yeah, it's just this grinding noise. And I'm just like, what? I mean, racing mountain bikes what is having that disc brakes on it. You need <laughs> disc brakes on mountain bikes. Yeah. And sometimes the upkeep on those hydraulic brakes on mm-hmm. the, on the disc brakes is a yeah. nightmare. Right. You yeah. know, um, I've had the Maguro race uh, brake setup, and you know, bleeding them, you have to like bleed them four or five times yeah. to actually get good at right, bleeding right, brakes. Yeah. Like so, if you like to dabble in that. And the oil and the setup, mm-hmm. great. If you're one of those like yeah. engineering minds, or you know, you have a lot of patience, yeah, great. And you know, I didn't have it, and I was like, you know, I want to do it because mountain bikes, yeah, you need to have uh, disc brakes. Right. right but yeah. I was like, man, on the road, I don't want, I don't need that added, uh, mm-hmm. just that added feature. Yeah. Just yeah. you know, I need the simple. But setup. you still, but you still went mechanical, not not yeah. di- not die two or anything like that. No, no, yeah, I'm electronic. Oh, are you? Way. Okay, yes. okay. Yeah, okay. I'm electronic. So the access force is all wireless. Okay, okay, nice. So, yeah. You can I, charge your battery and go. Yeah, just go, man. No wires, I mean, no cables hmm. um, other than the brake cable. Yeah. And uh, I was able to set it up 12 speed. Mm-hmm. Well, it's 12 speed with the access force, and I was able to go one by. Okay, okay. And the bike shop I was working with kind of calculated they're more better at that, and I was like, I just want one by i'm riding this i was like 11 25 in the mm-hmm. beginning and i don't think i need the small ring chain small chain ring and um so their calculator is like, okay i think you can do 48 in the front and then i have a 10 33 in the in the rear oh okay yeah okay. and you get pretty much the the same gear ratios as as you would have had on a yeah, like, like a by, 53. At, at least the ones that you, that right, you would right. use normally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, um, yeah, it's 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 great. Um, but, however, I had them put on the 50. Okay. Just just to be safe. Because <laughs> yeah. 40, I was like, uh, 50. And the bike's the <laughs> like, you're fine with the 40. I'm like, put the 50 on, give me the 48 for later <laughs> for when I go to Austin. Yeah, so. Yeah. Or somewhere big, you know, with hills, not uh, Houston. Yeah. Um, but it was working out good. Um, I've been, you know, on it in almost a full year. It's yeah. super light. I think it weighs like, I think it 
think they said like 15 pounds and some change yeah, with yeah. the tubeless. So this okay. is the first time I had tubeless road, uh-huh. which I think is a great concept since coming from the mountain bike racing mm. setup, we have tubeless wheels on the mountain bikes. Yeah. And um, it's the same thing, man. Just set yeah. up. You get a puncture. Hopefully, well, the sealant will seal it up. Right, and then right. just pull over and then just air it up with your CO2. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm completely sold on, on tubeless. I switched... Uh, to two well with the prior prior to getting the orbit I, I bought a wheel set that was um tubeless ready but then when i got the orbit it uh i did the upgrade on the mavix and got some tubeless ready uh mavix and um i once i got those i took the tube out and switched it to, to tubeless and and uh dude man I've, i mean it's been a year and a half i love them um i i think i've had Maybe a couple of flats, but but not on the road. Like you know, um, they've happened. Like you know, I got a puncture, and maybe you know, overnight it it, uh, it ended okay. up being flat. You know, so you weren't on the side of the road. No, no. They, well, with the exception of this weekend, but that was my fault. <laughs> I had aired it up, and I forgot to close the uh, oh, uh, no. the valve stem, and the valve stem had a small leak. And I'm like, writing, we're going. You know, we're we're going down uh, Old Hempstead, doing like 20, 24, 25, and I'm just like, I, I am like bouncing all over the place. Why am I so uh, squishy? Yeah, yeah. And then I, really, I was like, no. And so I, just, I waved the guys by, and I pulled over, and I was like, son of a... <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You know, uh, but I just popped the CO2 in. It held, closed Good. the valve stem, and I finished... Yeah, I mean, we were like ten miles in. I ended up with fifty something miles. Yeah. At the end, there you go. You got home, hadn't lost any pressure. Yeah, so it was, it was sweet. Love it. It's awesome. Yeah, man. So I'm liking my new road bike. It's great. Um, since I'm in mountain bike season, I, I just use it for when I, you know, need to go fast. Yeah. Uh, you know, week, weekend group rides, and then mm. um, yeah, it's great. And yeah. so yeah, the the fall. I didn't do too much uh, XC racing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not too popular. I did one. It was in Troy, Texas. It was a Troy mountain bike race, and yeah. I crashed <laughs> the third loop. There was three loops we did, and as I was coming in the third loop, maybe like three miles to go, yeah. I went up over this hill, where it was a rock garden hill, Okay. and just hit a rock that like made my front wheel just move, and I just endoed. Oh, wow. Yard sailed over the bars and landed on my left shoulder. <laughs> and so went to the orthopedic that week and uh-huh. we're on first name basis now since yeah. I'm in his office for the <laughs> eldest shoulder. And so I, uh, but he, I'm fine. No uh, grade two or three, just a sprain. Right. So just like lay off the bike for a month. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So it's good. Yeah, man. Well, um, so. So you built that up road. Now you, um, I know you you race everything like mountain bike. You've done some cross. Yeah. Um, done some road. Gravel. Done You've done gravel. gravel. Okay. One okay. gravel. So do you have do you have a favorite? I, mean, I know you do, but yeah, <laughs> man, my favorite. You know, fun favorite probably would be cross. Yeah. Like fun, just. I mean, it matters, but then it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not in it for cross. I mean, I raced yeah. my mountain bike for cross. Yeah, yeah. You know. However, I did. I think I got third place in one of the my uh-huh. first cross races at okay. the 
Uh, shoot. It was put on by the Watermelon on Wheels mm-hmm. folks. Okay. I believe Sugar Cycles is out there. Oh, is that the one in Missouri City? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. I forget what it was okay. called, darn it. Okay. But that was a muddy muddy as heck race. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, it was an awesome course. There were three flights of stairs we had to run <laughs> up. Right. Uh, I did two races. I did the three, four race. And then I did the cat one two three race okay because i'm a I, yeah so i'm a three in the on the cross side uh-huh. so and we got dirty as heck man it was muddy it was fun yeah i mean the pro race the pro one two three i was doing hand ups left and yeah. right yeah. of beer and whiskey yeah. now, now do you have the do you have the dismount down yes yes <laughs> yeah i do the, the rolling dismount the rolling dismount so i can't do it you gotta practice dude it's it is because when i was doing a roll and dismount on the stairs section Uh, on the run-ups my dang cleat would it unclip yeah so when i dropped my dang cleat kept was on the pedal and i had to like my luckily the force the weight of my my body unclipped it yeah so it's really weird so yeah you gotta make sure you're clipping okay you know that the cleats are good You know, you're not unclipping all weird, but okay. other than that, yeah, I got I got that down. Okay, really good. Okay, nice, nice. That's a uh, that's a skill that, that I need to acquire. <laughs> and and then the hand ups too. Yeah, you gotta learn how to yeah grab the the shot of beer or whiskey. Okay, well, you I, know, it's, it's important. I've taken a hand up at the end of the MS150. Now it's not at the same speed. I, I don't <laughs> think that uh, that you're doing in cross, but uh, but I have yeah. taken a beer hand up at the MS150. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so I mean, now out of you know, you said you know, cross is probably your favorite, um, you know, like but fun what, race, what, yeah. what what makes it different for you from from a road race or a mountain bike race? Or? Different. Um, so road and and mountain is like my primary races mm-hmm. right now is mountain biking. Um, what I think is different that separates the two is to me it's like gonna be a weekend when i do mountain bike racing when i race mountain bikes it's like you know i'm gonna stay over somewhere for two nights either camp now bring a camper trailer that i got so i'm gonna be there two or three nights Mm -hmm. right and it's more i want to say like a camaraderie of racing yeah you know you're camping you're with a group of people a field of people mm-hmm. where you know i mean with road we, we all like racing but yeah. to me i feel it's more connected mm-hmm. with mountain biking yeah. you know um it's more like a brotherhood or a sisterhood you know um this last one at rocky ranch the roundup you know i was struggling i had a puncture and one of uh and my rear wheel from the comfort race and then yeah. there was a brand new tire and I was trying to save the tire and I was trying to patch it and then next next door my campmate he he was like awesome his name's Eddie he uh, pretty much had this like van this home on wheels in a van yeah. he was a carpenter and he had all these tools and he helped me patch up this rear tire and then when it didn't happen it did patch up I had to put the old tire on so like that helped mm-hmm. you know I'm not saying yeah. like yeah. roadies don't help but I, I just from my experiences, 
with mountain biking, it's it's a bit more like camar- camaraderie in that yeah, in that yeah. sense. Okay, it's it's everyone's in it together, uh-huh. and I uh-huh. feel more that that togetherness. Yeah, right. And you know, on the road, I feel like it's uh, you know I respect road racers. I'm not trying to say anything negative about them. Um, it's just a different animal. Mm-hmm. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. bad. Yeah. Not good. Just. Yeah. You know, not better, not worse. It's just in this in the in the prep is a little bit different. You yeah. know, like you know, if I'm camping at a mountain bike race, I'm there for like two, three days. Usually road it's you know, hotels and which is fine too. You know. I think now that I have my camper trailer I would probably try to roll up, you know, <laughs> at an out of town race right, in my camper. Right, yeah. Just why not, right? Yeah, yeah. In the parking lot just yeah, set I up. see I see the guys with the R V S and stuff, you know, that, yeah. That I mean set that, up there, you know. That happens. Yeah. So like, you know, over the weekend in Pace Bend mm-hmm. this past weekend, yeah, I would have brought the camper and yeah. no big deal. I just uh I like mountain biking a little bit better just because mm-hmm. of the atmosphere. Yeah. Everyone just likes to have a good time. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of competitiveness. There's there's still a little like it's it's still serious mm-hmm. as road, but right. yeah. I just feel like it's just more. Like I say, camaraderie, more group, mm-hmm. more group love. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I still feel in love with the roadies. Mm-hmm. You know, we we share our, yeah. our road experiences and right. comments, and like, oh man, you know that last four hundred meters was hard, and which is cool too. I love you know that race, you yeah. know ra- that race talk. So nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I um, yeah, I have not gone to uh, a mountain bike race. I've been across races, and um, there is a definite different atmosphere and, and I, I would compare it like cross I would compare the atmosphere there I mean it, to similar to a crit but but you know not quite as cutthroat as a crit you know but but it's but it, you know a road race is even another extreme that you know past a crit to, to me anyway you know right, so right. Uh, so I can totally see that that different dynamic you know so so yeah um so you you seem to do really, relatively well across them all as well. At least from what I've seen over the years, you yeah. know you, you're pretty consistent. Um, I've seen a lot of top ten finishes and you know, yeah. pack finishes and what have you. So, what, what's what's your training like? What's your secret? My what's training, your secret sauce. The secret sauce. The training um, to to prep to be prepared. I'm one of those. I got to th- think two, three steps ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes a little neurotic about it as far as equipment, but, you know, always have good mechanics in your back pocket, good, you know, I'm pretty much self-supported. I'm not on a team, so it's like, okay, who can, you know, if I need something repaired, I'm not a mechanic. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna try it myself. I knew I can do some things myself, but I let the professionals handle that, yeah, those yeah. bike mechanics. So, you know, I go to the local bike shops. I got my favorites I go to. Um, I got a, you know, um, I got a mobile bike mechanic out there, too. Shout out to mm-hmm. Justin Zeiser. He's fixed up my bike so many times. <laughs> and and I just, like, will message him, like, and I'll t- pick text message. I was like, I don't know what's going on. Can you tell me? Give me some idea. And like, oh yeah, it's this and that. It's like, is this something I can fix? Or yeah. you, it was like, I gotta come over and do this, you know. So, yeah. and you know, most of the time he's like, next day or two, it's great. 
So that is make sure you make sure my bike is like ready to go is number one. I don't want anything that I should have um, had repaired a week or two prior. Mm-hmm. And I want to get it ready a right. month prior to where if it does, I need to change something out last minute. I can mm-hmm. do it two weeks prior. Right. Um, and as far as training's concerned, you know, I for health wise, I try to stay sober during the week. So Monday through Friday ish. Mm. No drinking. Yeah. So I try to, you know, stay clear. I try to stay healthy for work. And then my workouts, either, you know, my rides in the morning, which when I do the group rides, it's at 5.30. And then, or I do my training rides at night. So, um, so this, you know, that's the secret sauce. Just, like, just keeping a level head. This year I've learned how to kind of battle with, um, perseverance mm-hmm. and overcome struggles and stress. Stress is a big thing for me. Um, yoga has played a big part of my life. Yeah. As practicing is like, you know, like you and me, we're like, you know, racing or riding, and our heart rates are so high, and 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 we're going so fast, and and you know, things could change in a minute or two, and but yeah. then like when we stop and slow down in our lives. We need that that yin to a yang to slow us down and get us back to like baseline, right? To equilibrium. Yeah. So I think breathing is important. Meditation, mm-hmm. lots of breathing, um, lots of day by day steps. You yeah. know, like yeah. okay, or week by week. You know, if you have you know a bunch of training sessions lined up that either your coach or you set up for the week. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, I have like three hard ones, one easy one, and don't look at them as a whole, right? And I just look at them as like, okay, you know, Tuesday, I'm going to do an easy ride. Wednesday is going to be hard. But just just do it day by day and just plan accordingly. Yeah. Rest is very important. Uh, sleep, you know, don't stay up too late. Mm-hmm. Um, nutrition, I try to eat a mix of vegetables, you know, decently lean meats, Occasionally, I'll cheat, you know. <laughs> right. Um, just have fun, you know. And I, I feel like sometimes I get away with that, mm-hmm. having fun. And I have to remind myself, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be professional. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to get a million-dollar contract. Mm-hmm. There's no TV yeah. stations around. That's why I have right. my podcast <laughs> to broadcast my own little results, yeah. even though, yeah. you know, it's not that great sometimes. But... It's good to highlight those things, mm-hmm. and so just have fun with it, and then um, just keep meet, meeting people. Yeah. And um, and there are times where I do get stressed out, and mm-hmm. and I, I need a pick me up. Yeah. So sometimes I will step away. I will, you know, do something else. And I've, I've heard a lot of questions asked, like, "Oh, what do you do when you feel you're stagnant?" Or you don't feel like you're getting better. And for me, what I do is just I I just kind of walk away from it from a little bit. Just kind of mm-hmm. reset. Think about you know think about other thoughts like you know the times I do enjoy it. You know because right. training can get really daunting after a while. Yeah, yeah. So I just think about that, or I just you know sleep more. Yeah, Because right. I'm stressed out about you know whatever. Um, what else? Tito. Tito's my <laughs> my other secret sauce. Yeah. So we just hang out. He comes to my bike racing. Um, workouts. All that good stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Good, good. Yeah. You know, um, 
you know, my buddy um, Ty and I, we, we've talked about that in the past too, about you know the importance of having fun with, with it. Because it's like I, we get, I guess we're we're amateur racers, you know, we get caught, but yet we still get caught up in the. I got to train. I got to do this interval set, and I got to do this and that, you know, and 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 train, 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 and then at some point you get to a point where you're like, dude, this isn't fun anymore. Right. You know, it's yeah. like you got to step. I just let's just ride our damn bikes, you know. Let's go, you know, let's go out to Chapel Hill and shoot the shit and and, yeah. and you know ride some hills and you know compete against one another a little bit, have some fun, drink some beers afterwards, yeah. and. Uh, get the fun back in it, you know, get and get it going again. So, yeah. so you know, otherwise, what's the point, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I, that's why I go out to the Tapping Pedal Rides. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you heard of that group, but um, we they go out of uh, breweries. Okay. They go out of breweries or, okay. you know, pub, craft pub places mm-hmm. that serve craft beers. Yeah. You know. Um, it's craft beers, not crap beers. Craft. Right? Craft, yeah. <laughs> Like C-R-A-F-T. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, so, yeah, that's that's a, you know, good way to, like, enjoy riding, yeah. mix it up a little bit, be competitive, but then the group mainly stays together. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we're all amateurs here. We're all here to have a good time. Um, I mean, there's been, I've caught myself times where I was really competitive and, and folks are just like, dude, chill. Like, <laughs> it's just a ride. Relax. Right. And I'm guilty of that. And I think yeah. we're all guilty of yeah, that. Yeah, we are. You know? And so we need that someone to be like, or just to like step out of our ego. Yeah. You know? And so, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's just the main sauce, secret yeah. sauce is just right. that fun. Okay. Okay. Now, you mentioned you did, um, you've done a gravel race. Yes. How'd you like that? That was fun. Yeah. Uh, that was at Which one Shelby, was Texas. That was okay. with the Spinistry folks. Okay. okay. So Spinistry, and I really uh, would like to have a sit-down talk with the event coordinator. And I'm blanking his name. I think his name is Scott. Kevin. Kevin, that's his name. Okay. So Kevin, he's like the promoter organizer mm-hmm. guy, point of contact when actually the day of I bought the uh, 4x8 camper trailer. The day I bought it, I purchased it, went down to the downtown, paid the taxes, got the plate, the tag, yeah. hooked it up, never towed anything <laughs> on my little Kia Soul, and drove it out to Shelby, Texas. That was the weekend. It was, like, the wind was supposed to be, like, ridiculous, like, at least 50, 50 miles an hour. I don't uh, remember that yeah. weekend. And it was, like, raining off and on. And we get there at like 7 p.m. I'm with Tito, drop the trailer. There's nobody there. Yeah. There's only one camper. I'm like, what the heck? So I drop it, set it up, and I emailed the promo. I was like, hey, uh, what do I set? I was like, oh, over there. And I set up, and, and you know, I kind of like get my bike, you know, and, and just slept for the night. And the next day, I mean, I, I feel like it was a very organized ride. Mm-hmm. I had my mountain bike full suspension. But, um, yeah, I mean, because they... Uh, they had a pre-race, what to expect. They had turn by turn. Mm-hmm. You know, I downloaded the route yeah. uh, so I wouldn't get lost. I would have gotten lost because, <laughs> like, I was by myself uh, for about 30 miles. Okay. Well, no, no, no. I was by myself for, like, 15 miles. It was a 30-mile race. So mm-hmm. Off the front, right? Yeah, off the front. <laughs> yeah, I dropped everybody. <laughs> you know it. I was like, see ya. But, um... 
Yeah, I mean, it was really good. I mean, and then the results when we finished mm-hmm. were up in the screen. Yeah. No issues. Uh, the chip deal was on our number plates. Yeah. And I thought it was really organized. I was, you know, said on my social media, like, it was a really good setup. Yeah. And they're not tied with USC Cycling or anything. Mm-hmm. You don't... Um, I don't think you needed a license to race it. I think. Yeah, I know, I know the... The guy I talked to I for Come and Grind It, they don't, they don't, uh, you don't need a license to go race it. And so, uh, I think I'm going to do their, um, I think I'm going to go dust off the, the hybrid bike do it, uh, for my dad's and, and um, go try one of these races. Man, they, they've got the, the Wizardville, I think is, is the one they have. It's out near, um, between Austin and San Antonio somewhere. It's about two hours, it looks like, right. drive. So I'm going to go out there and do it on a, I think it's in April. Yeah, uh, go check it out. See what the gravel's all about. I'm getting, man. I'm getting gravel fever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I need a, I need a, either a gravel bike or a cross bike. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, when, when I was a kid, you know, I was on gravel all the time. You know, we go camping. You know, I take my yeah. bike and and I, you know, I was all over the state park trails. You know, just Heck yeah. You know, um, you know, just riding. You know, kicking my friends' asses. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> But, and and now now I'm like oh, I don't want to get my bike dirty. I was like I need to get my bike dirty. Yeah, yeah. get dirty, man. Get dusty. Yeah. Get some you know full finger gloves. Yeah, just do it. So so for gravel, did you prep with goat yoga? Yes, yeah, goat yoga. <laughs> so regular yoga for the road, for the road, and then goat yoga for the mountain bike, for the mountain and bike, the, and yeah, the gravel, and right? gravel. Yeah, we get yeah. dirty like that. That's how it is. All right. So, um, so any do you have any favorite races that, that you look forward to each year or even just this year? Yeah, man. The first race of the year was the Rocky Hill Roundup, yeah. the Mountain Bike XE, the Spring Series, okay. Texas Cup, the Timber Races, and that was an awesome weekend. Uh, took the camper out, took Tito, mm-hmm. kind of had this awesome canopy out there. Uh, got there Saturday. Uh, pre-road kind of got used to the trail and it's the short course pro loop that okay. the cat one 30 39 guys and and then the pro one pro one or just the pros or whatever um they go off differently mm-hmm. but um yeah it was good it was i was really good i was really looking forward to the first race and then it was a fun time um and then the next real one i'm really looking forward to is the dinosaur state valley Mm-hmm. Uh, park in Glen Rose, Texas. Okay. And that's another XC race. That's such a gnarly course. That's where they found dinosaur bones, mm-hmm. fossils, footprints. Okay. And the, this is a big state park, and it's cool tourist attraction, but on the other side is where we race. And mm-hmm. it's a, lots of climbing, lots of downhill cool stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's another one. And and let's see what else warda warda is another mm. ex good cross country i think that's the last race of the season okay so that that race is saturday and sunday mm-hmm. and the saturday race is the skill level uh or cat one and then the sunday race is the open race so mm-hmm. anyone can race it yeah yeah and so i also raced that one too so that's full weekend of racing you can do you know it's like five laps uh-huh. it's another pro course on yeah. sunday the open and then the saturday race is more like the longer loop mm-hmm. um so that's also a good uh thing i always love looking forward to and then of course hotter in hell 
on the weekend with Carbot yeah. folks. They always have the Carbot compound. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Um, so last year I did the mountain bike race, which I won, and then the road race. I think I did the four or five race. Okay. I wanted to be more competitive this year. Mm-hmm. Last year I did the the mountain bike race and then just the ride. Yeah. So this time. And they have a whole festival, don't they? It's like a yeah, mountain dude. bike. There's they like have the road crits. race. They have crits and dude, everything. Dude, I may yeah. jump into a crit next year. We'll see. Yeah, <laughs> they go. got everything. I mean, they have trail runs. They have oh, wow. the Chupacabra event. Okay. So, the, so they last year was the first year for gravel racing. Mm-hmm. So I went out there, supported the gravel racers with the Carbock folks, and just handed up beers, yeah. water. Gave them, you know, snacks and, you know, held their bikes while they kind of right. did all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, they, they're going to have the Chupacabra ride again. I think it's like this either 100K or 60K. And it, yeah. it's also tied in with the run. Okay. And I guess they give you a medal or a trophy. I didn't know what they gave last year. But if you do the the um, the Hunter and Hell, when you do all three events, my mind is blanking again. They give you a big wooden plaque. If you do the trail ride, the mountain bike mm-hmm. race, if you do the run, and if you do the ride. And the run's a half a marathon. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So I did half <laughs> marathon two years ago without even running, like, anything. Oh. I did, without training. It was horrible. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I, I hate running. <laughs> I'll just say that now. So, um, so I know, you know, I think last year was it maybe... You uh, you went solo, uh, yeah. Um, stopped riding with a team. Yeah. So how been, how's that dynamic been different for you? I've been solo now. I want to say two three years. Okay. Has I lost count. Long? Okay. It's, it's a, I think it's been at least two years, but I know three years. I think. Yeah. To be more precise. Um, I've always been on a team, and you know, teams invited me to mm-hmm. kind of be out, and so I. Um, I don't know. I just feel that having in more independence, I feel like I'm tied down yeah. to stuff. Okay. Um, as far as like, I got to be with the bike shop, mm-hmm. you know, or I, I just feel a little bit more pressure if I'm on a team. Yeah. I have no problem working with people and showing up to races mm-hmm. and like, okay, let's, you know, work together and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I wasn't really officially on a team so far yet in the past three years yeah. I, I feel a little bit more independent mm-hmm. you know I can do my own thing right um, I do like groups like that like what I said about the mountain mm-hmm. bike camaraderie and stuff but I feel a little bit more pressure and tied down to one shop one or three types of bike brands yeah I had issues with the team about four or five years ago that I was doing, I was racing with them for the road, and then another team invited me to do mountain bike, Mm -hmm. which I didn't think it would be a big deal, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not a marketer for anything, you know, I understand about, you know, wearing the jersey if they're going to sponsor me, right, and so I just felt that, you know, um, one team got jealous or they felt conflicts of interest, which I understand. Mm-hmm. The other team was like, whatever, we don't care. Just if you're going to do mountain biking, wear a jersey because, you know, um, 
bike deals or whatever. Right, right. I was like, I understand that. Cool. That's what I did. It worked mm-hmm. for a while, and then the other bike team got jealous or, you know, got upset. Yeah. So I left them. I left everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't want to upset anybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to be, I want to. I'm well, like, I see you out there, you're a social butterfly, you know, talk, talking to everybody, getting along with everybody. And, yeah. I, uh, I don't want to upset so. one bike shop because I go to yeah. another bike shop. Because to be honest, it's all about the deals. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand about loyalty and stuff, but I'm not, I'm not a, I don't make a lot of money. Yeah. Like, I'm not sponsored. If a bike team wanted to give me bikes, great, yeah, let's do it. But I'm not pro, I'm not near pro. I just mm-hmm. want to do my own thing. Yeah. And I, like, I don't want to upset any one, mm-hmm. you know, sponsor, any one bike shop or team. Right. I accept sponsorships, but not I, I, right now. I don't feel comfortable accepting a bike shop, right? Yeah. Because I like to keep my options open. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could change tomorrow. Yeah. It can change next week. Right. Um, I've been approached by different teams, but I don't know. I just I just feel comfortable, more independent. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, it, it does. You know. Um, I think um, for me, like when when I was trying to figure out when I got interested in racing back uh, 2008, 2009, it was you know I was trying to figure. Out, I thought you needed to be on a team to race, but then I figured out, oh no, you don't. You know, just sign up for a license and you know do this. Um, but it it did help. You know, I wasn't. I guess. I was managing a team at one point with, with HCC, right. which was nice because, you know, I was kind of calling the shots, but it was also, you know, I wasn't I wasn't a dictator of what we were doing either, you know. Right. Um, but it, I think it, it made some things easier, like being on the team either with HCC or Northwest to, you know, I guess... Um, help with training and things of that nature of having a group of people that I could ride with and train with and things like that but as I've grown in in the sport or and in the community I, I feel just as comfortable now as like if you know, yeah. going to any group ride and just saying hey what's up I'm gonna ride right, as opposed right. to you know I don't feel like I absolutely need the team anymore I, I like being on the team but I don't feel like I yeah, and it's like I would say now, it's harder yeah. in the road race yeah. scene because you know you have five guys working with you, you have six right, guys on your right. team, whatever blocking. Okay, yeah. so the way I manage that is you know just just like everyone else racing against that mm-hmm. team, you go around them, right, you, you yeah. do your own tactics, mm-hmm. then you let you latch on to another team, you know, right, to right, yeah. either do your like. When I'm independent, if I see a team going for it, I'll mm-hmm. go with them. You know, yeah. it's, I mean, everyone's doing the same thing. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, if they're on a team, you know, they, they see something happening, mm-hmm. they, they react. And that's that's how I would right, do it, right, you know. Yeah. And so, but I, I'm not. I think wrote, some teams are better, too, at using those team tactics than others, too. So. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, road is, isn't my primary thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mountain biking. And so I don't really need to be on a team. To be, you know, mountain biking. Yeah. Um, to mountain bike race, I just want to have fun. Like mm-hmm. I said before, circles around fun. Um, you know, I sh- I share my business to all bike shops in Houston. 
Um, I try to help them out. They help me out tremendously. I mean, without them, like, my bikes wouldn't get fixed, you know? (laughs) They've been so generous with their time, and, and, you know, I'll go in and, you know, uh, get advice. And they're they're the professionals. Mm -hmm. They know more than me. They've been in it more many years. So they're more mechanically inclined. I don't want to order anything that doesn't fit. That's why you go to a bike shop. Yeah, they're the professionals. Yeah, and then that's, you know, good to have your local bike shop. Help yeah. Out, so yeah yeah definitely well cool man well um so now you've got a podcast h teen haps so i change it h town haps oh h town because everyone couldn't say h time h time okay h time so see, i still got it wrong after all yeah h teen <laughs> yeah no teenagers on this <laughs> 21 and up h time H town, yeah, because the way I say H town has yeah. some that twang, uh-huh. that time, and the way you say it, the way you spell it, it's T I N E. Yeah. So H time, and okay. you got to get the uh in it. But a lot of folks H-tine. are like, yeah, there you like go. H time, H time. But then I changed it because not too many people got it, and I just like H town haps, Houston H town haps. You can find it on iTunes. Uh, Anywhere you listen yeah. to podcasts. So. You, you cover salsa, you cover... Salsa, yoga, yoga, cycling, and I covered one of my good friends a couple days ago. Uh, just talk about life, pretty much. So yeah. it's, it's going to open up okay. more than just cycling in this next yeah. couple months. Yeah. Pretty excited about it. And um, But, man, yeah, I'll do, I do pre-race mountain bike reports. Whatever yeah. race I'll do, I'll do, like, you know, okay, what to expect, what I'm doing, how I'm gearing it for, where I'm at. Yeah. And then post-race, how I did, how I felt. Kind of like a diary to yeah, myself, yeah. but then okay. to my friends, too. Nice. You know? Dear diary, <laughs> I threw up. Dear I Tito. Mile seven. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Tito, get your tail up. <laughs> I need you. No. Nice. So, um, I haven't asked this question in a while um, of, my, of my guests, but one thing I always close with is um, for just rule five. So... I want to know how do you rule five in either cycling or rule life? five? Yeah, rule five. You know, you know rule five. Man, you know oh, I don't. Man. Yeah, I'm busy. Harden the f up. Oh, harden how, the f up. How do you harden the f up, man? dude? How do I harden the f up? Yeah, I, either cycling or or in life. You know, so basically, you know, you've got like like I'll take. Um, Oh jeez, let's see. One of one of the one of the more recent ones for me was uh, I remember last year, um, um, Katie Flatlands. I had volunteered that morning, and then I, I got out there and did uh, did sixty miles to the sixty mile route. Yeah. Um, but by then it already warmed up. I mean the last I don't know ten miles, and I was. Like, oh man, I, I'm not hydrated enough for this. Yeah. yeah. And um, dropped off the, the group of, that, that I was with, but I was just like, I pulled over for a minute, refilled some waters, and, and then I was just like, you know what? I can do 10 miles. That, that's nothing. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. And just suffered through it, got it done, you know, um, didn't let it stop me. Yeah. Passed people on the way still, you know, so. Um,. Words that come to my mind just now when I think about harden that up when 
it's like it's I know it's gonna be hard and it comes and it's been hard the whole time is like inner peace mm. because you're already fighting the stress right yeah you're fighting the heat you're fighting the cold you're fighting your legs so why do you why are you gonna add more you already know it hurts or you know it's hot or cold or you're wet and you're stressed like find that inner peace to just relax and calm down and then another thing is I find my breath you know when I'm racing I always find my breath go back to my breath that's what I learned in yoga mm-hmm. that's the teachers say that yeah every other sentence I learned it in band in band yeah yeah you find your breath and so when things come come hard and you're you know you don't think you have enough in the tank you know your mm-hmm. your power has been going down yeah it'll go down you're, it's hard yeah um, just find the inner peace and just do the best you can never leave anything on on the race course yeah. you know because you don't want to get off that course you don't want to get off the group ride and say man I, okay I could have done another 10 miles group ride's done the race mm-hmm. is done right. like you know it's not going to happen for another week or two or you know, um, so that rule is, I mean, I feel like it's a really good rule because it, your body can go longer than what your mind can do, think yeah. can do. Right. And so it's like flipping that switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember the movie Over the Top? Oh, yeah. When Sylvester yeah, Stallone man. gets the hat from the front bill and yeah. then just switches to the back? Like, I, I think about that scene every now and then when, I, yeah. when I'm just hurting, I'm suffering. It's like, just turn that bill back and just turn that switch on. Find your inner peace. Find your breath. And regroup. Assess the situation. For me, the last real time I had to harden that up was on the Abilene race. I'm going to actually race next weekend. Last year it happened. It was like raining all night. 28 degrees, 30 degrees, all like, and dropped 25 degrees. We camped. Tito and I camped. <laughs> and my race was at 8 a.m. So I wake up at 5:30, 6. I knew it was going to take me a while because it was so dang cold, cold. And you know, I get out there. It's wet. It's cold. It was 30 degrees. And I got out. My hands were frozen. I, could, I mean, every time I you know, move them, they hurt, they burn. And I was like, dude, this, and I look, I'm like, I told, I was like, I'm not racing. I can't, like, I can't even, you know, shit, I can't break. And I seriously, like, my bike was locked from overnight, and I was gonna mm-hmm. unlock it, and I seriously had the key in my hand to go below to unlock the thing, I stopped. <laughs> and I stared at the lock, and I'm like, I don't wanna race, I don't wanna race. <laughs> and then, I was like, dude you drove six hours to get here you set up camp and i was like playing this in my head you i mean you train for this you need you're gonna race i mean it's gonna happen whether you're cold or not and so that was my you know harden the f up or get mad at it moment moment is my mantras Mm -hmm. get mad at it so i was like all right fine let's do it you know and you know undid the bike you know lock got my bike ready and just went, man. Yeah. And I was, I'm one of those, like, let's figure it out later. Right, and right, the first right. lap was seven miles. I was frozen. 
my mm. fingers could barely shift. I was shifting with my palm. Right. My fingers couldn't, my thumbs couldn't work. Mm-hmm. Finally, the second loop, I, circulation hits, and I'm like warming up, and I'm just like, all right, this is fun now, you know? <laughs> right. Okay, I can do this. Right, yeah. Third lap, got cold again, because it rained. I was like, well, I'm not stopping now. Yeah. You know, I have one more right. loop. What the heck? I'm DNF. Yeah. So that was like my hard enough up, found my inner peace, thought about, you know, what led up to this you know training prepping camping you know uh, what it looks like to get better every time and that's what it's going to look like yeah when you harden that up or you get mad at it and you know you get better a little bit every time you may not see the changes but then the next race or the next ride you feel hot and you're like oh I've been through this before I've seen it right yeah when you've been in that situation and you're not as stressed or you know what to do when it's so cold or was so hot and you're like oh I've been here before okay fine I remember that one time I was stressed now Mm -hmm. I'm gonna find my breath I'm gonna get my inner peace and just do it and then move on to the next thing right right I mean just like anything new You've been there before, and you won't stress out about it as much. Yeah. You'll feel good about yourself afterwards. Yeah, having, drink that beer. Have it accomplish it. So there you go. There you go, guys. Find your inner peace. Get mad at it. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So I, I like the contrast of that. Inner peace. Get mad at get it. Get mad at it. That's right. It's <laughs> my nice. mantra. Cool. Well, thanks, Armando. Yeah, thank uh, you for having me. Another great uh, conversation with you. We'll, we'll have you back, I think. <laughs> awesome. Excited. Awesome. Well, that's uh, that wraps up Drop Bar Texas. Um, you can find it on Facebook. Um, like the page. You can subscribe. Click the little subscribe button if you're listening on Anchor or, um, or Apple Podcasts, Podbean, wherever you're in. Uh, or if you want to email me, dropbartx at gmail.com and give Armando a listen at now H-Town Haps Houston H-Town Haps and uh, find me on Instagram Armando underscore bites and uh, see all my racing pictures Tito has his own Instagram so check him out Tito underscore uh, rescue underscore chill Tito rescue chill That's a wrap. Have fun. Enjoy the sun or we'll five it.